0: From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for November 25th, 2009. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin. Kevin Close and John Magi back in the peanut gallery, Kathy Worling, Max the intern, and little baby Ferris. In this week's show, Kevin Close has his review of GECO at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and the team will discuss holiday options in and around Orlando this season. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, everyone. I just want to let everybody know at the top of the show, we are not going to be doing an email show this week Uh, it's Thanksgiving we have food to cook and (laughs) things to do and just I'm not going to spend the night before Thanksgiving editing a show so Um, but uh, so no email show this week Um, couple other things in housekeeping Uh, I have an announcement uh, that I need to make Uh, those of you on my Facebook page know that I was going to announce something uh, on this week's show uh, after a great deal of thought and uh, discussion, uh, I have decided that at the end of the year, I will be stepping down from my role uh, here on the Diz and the boards and uh, looking to uh, do some different things. Um, I will be turning the reins uh, uh, over to Corey uh, at that time. Corey will take over uh, uh, as the uh, senior executive uh, for the days and the boards and uh, exactly what I plan to do I'm not sure yet um, I still will be with the company um, but uh, there's some some projects I'd like to get involved in there are some personal projects uh, that I would like to spend some time on and uh, it's been well it'll be 13 years uh, in uh, in June that I have been doing this and I don't think I've ever done anything in my life for 13 years. You've been talking about this for a while. This has been a couple of years in the making. Um, Are you
1: trying to
2: take over Oprah's spotlight? Yes,
0: yes, actually. Um,
2: Actually, I thought he was going to record a couple of videos just for Walter. (laughs) I don't get it. You don't get it? What does that mean? There's someone in the news right now who recorded videos of herself just for her profile. Um...
0: (laughs) Now this has been uh, this has been a long time coming, and uh, you know, but this year this year just or recently, it felt right. It felt like this was the right time. It was the right time for me. It was the right time for Corey. Uh, It's a big decision for me to make. Obviously, this is uh, career-wise, the most important thing I've ever done, uh, the most successful thing I've ever done. And you invest thirteen years of your life in something that you built from scratch. Uh, to what it is now Which is far beyond my wildest expectations I'm honored that you trust me with your child Basically um, Yeah, that was never a question for me, really um, I, I, th- I felt there was, you know We had to wait until, you know The circumstances of the business Especially going into the economy I wasn't sure what this business was going to look like uh, At the end of this year And I wasn't going to turn over, a, you know a company in free fall. Um, so, you know, thankfully, thankfully, that is definitely not the case. Um, but uh, it's, uh, it, it's time. It's time for me to move on and do some different things. I've kind of been dancing to the same tune for a long time now. And I need some challenges. I need to change some things up in my own life. This is a personal decision, not a business decision. Um, obviously, I have to, you know, think about the business implications, but it's a personal decision. Um, I also want to let you know that uh, the live show that we do on December 14th will also be my last show as host of the Diz Unplugged. We are going to be moving to a different format in the beginning of the year. I will still be here on the show every week, um, but uh, we're going to be moving to a different format uh, come the beginning of the year. I'm not going to release any details about that. You'll find out when we do it. But, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's just time to change some things up. And it feels right for me. It feels right for the site. It feels right all around. So, um, just wanted to make sure that I let everybody know, uh, know that. So, um, that's that. That's my big announcement. Goodbye. <laughs> See you. Um, what else do we have in housekeeping?
3: Corey, your life is just expanding.
0: I know, like really fast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, two thousand ten is going to be something else. It's going to be interesting. I was <laughs> I I was <laughs> um, anything on Dizapalooza? we nope. have to talk about?
2: We're all set. Everything's in motion. Credentials are going out to everybody. Um, we sent out an update that uh, uh, talked about the fact that uh, Lee Cockrell has agreed to sign copies of his book for everybody. But what we like people to do is make sure they buy their book in advance and bring it with them because we're not going to set up a merchandise location there. Just to sort of save time and save energy and make sure everybody gets their book signed, so make sure you buy your book in advance. Um, that's it. everything seems to be knock wood rolling along so
0: cool, cool now Julia, I understand we have some prizes to give away. It's been a while. Um, I was able to jerry rig the uh, uh, the prize matron um, so.
3: Okay, let's start with Tammy first. She is our September winner, um,
0: 39. Number 39 for Tammy. You have won a $25 gift certificate good at any Disney store or Disney theme park. Thanks for listening and congratulations. Yay.
3: <laughs> and then um, our October winner is Ashley. And she chose
0: number three. Number three. You have won a backstage magic tour for two. You'll get a chance to go behind the scenes at the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and the Disney Hollywood Studios, as well as have lunch at the Whispering Canyon Restaurant at the Wilderness Lodge. All participants must be 16 years of age or older, and this is always subject to availability. The approximate value of this prize is $400. Congratulations and thanks for listening. Yay.
3: We had extreme opposites. Yeah, really.
4: That's <laughs> the handful luck handful of the draw. you <laughs> a handful of dirt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I got a rock. <laughs> That's it. That's it? Yeah. We just had the two okay. winners. All right. I want
1: to give everybody an update of where we are with the um, the iPhone application. I know people are asking, "When's it going to be released? When's oh, it going to be good. released?" We are done on our side. We are just now waiting for iTunes to approve it. It's now in the review status right now, so it could be any day now. Can you make it work on iTouch?
4: I know it's not an iTouch. Don't write it to me. I don't care. It
1: should
0: work on iTouch. Okay. But yeah, that, that's where any, we are. Time now. Yeah, we are ready. Everything's set on our. Everything's all set. It's all done. Um, just a matter of release, and, and again, I want to reiterate: anyone who purchased the app when it was accidentally released a couple weeks ago, you will get updated, uh, upgraded to the new version. Obviously, you're not going to have to pay for it again. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, we're very excited. We're, we can't wait uh, for that to uh, for that to be released. So, anything else? Anything else in housekeeping? I have one.
4: We have asked uh, Justin Jett, Skip Potter, to become a guest blogger.
0: Yes. Is unplugged by, Very excited he has about that.
4: Said yes, so he's going to be telling us about his recent trip, his awesome. first solo trip to Disney.
0: So awesome. Welcome, Skip. Welcome, Skip.
3: Congratulations.
0: Anything else? I keep thinking there's something I'm forgetting. Mm. Remember to quit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see my laundry list. Milk. <laughs> quit my job. Quit my job. <laughs>
4: Um, Are you going to start your own network?
0: No, I'm going to take over for Oprah. I'm going to step in for Oprah. Peter P-W- Palooza.
2: PWN. Pete Werner Network. Pete's favorite things. No,
3: it would be Parpo. You know, instead so of Harpo. Parpo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, re- t- no, oh, Harpo is is Oprah spelled back would be re-tep. I know,
3: but
2: it would <laughs> be retap. yeah.
0: Retap Renru. Oh. Um. We had a whole thing when I worked at UPS. That so sounds
3: I- like an African name.
0: We had a whole thing at UPS. With and the, group I worked book of with the month, or book of the year. We all knew our names back. Uh, uh, what are our names? Mine's Nivik Isolk. I'm Yay Rock. Worked with a guy, Cram Learbeck.
3: Mine doesn't work.
2: I think you should <laughs> practice your Oprah introductions as we speak. I'd like to introduce Walter Echol.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and you have to do the, the Oprah hug with the two hands up in the air so you don't really touch her. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you get a $25 gift card, and you get
0: a Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and start with the news. Our first news story this week Universal Orlando has been fined after an accident this summer involving an employee in the Dueling Dragons roller coaster. On July 1st, a theme park employee was working under the roller coaster before the park opened and was injured after being hit by one of the train cars. He was seriously injured, by the way. After the investigation, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration fined the theme park $3,750 for the incident. According to the Orlando Sentinel, OSHA cited Universal for exposing employees to harm when they perform foundation checks or other maintenance work in an area directly beneath the coaster known as the compound. It is common practice for workers to walk under the tracks and in the path of the coaster. Originally, the fine was $5,000 but was lowered. In a settlement, Universal is also right. required to add fencing around the areas where the roller coaster comes within seven feet of the ground. This fencing must be added by December 24th. So that's pretty, uh, hmm. you know, for OSHA, that's a pretty big fine for one of the theme parks. It normally you don't, you don't hear this a lot.
4: $5,000?
0: No, it, but, it, but it was lowered to 3750 that It really is. You don't hear it a lot. You don't hear them finding the parks a lot.
2: Um, it does my heart good to hear that they're going to make it safe by Christmas Eve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, up until Christmas Eve,
3: you're taking your chances.
2: Don't go in the compound
0: before Christmas. Yeah, Day. but OSHA OSHA was actually you know pretty uh, the, the wording of the of the ruling was very strong. I mean it, it was not a, they really they pinned it on uh, on Universal and uh, I think this opens uh, this opens the uh, the, the uh, th- this opens them up to a huge lawsuit from this guy. I think they were already opened up to one as, as it was, but when a state agency finds you were negligent, um, that's going to help in the burden of proof in terms of a lawsuit. So,
2: and they're not holding the manufacturer of the ride.
0: Um, it's no, no, no. no in any way, no. It's it's Universal's. It's the theme park's job to ensure safety. Uh, OSHA sets the requirements and the guidelines. It's up to the it's up to the employer to adhere to them. Um, so yeah, anything like this. Now I mean that, that, does, that doesn't mean that the individual who was hurt couldn't file a lawsuit against the manufacturer of the ride as well as universal. But that's not what OSHA does. OSHA, uh, it's Occupational S- uh, Safety Health Administration, Safety and health Administration. So this deals with employers and job site accidents. Uh, now for a long time, um, OSHA, uh, the laws in, in Florida, um, OSHA did not get involved with anything that happened at a theme park. That was part of the deal Walt Disney struck with the governor, of the, Florida back, the governor of Florida back in the '60s, when they were first talking about bringing Walt Disney World here. He wanted, he won huge concessions in order uh, to build uh, to build here. That's why you know they've got the Reedy Creek and Improvement District, which is basically Disney's own governmental arm to do its own zoning. Um, and they got a lot of concessions about things like this, and these laws were changed. I think recently, in the last five, five or six years, um, that they had to report uh, these things to the state. They had to be investigated, and they were going to be opened up uh, to fines. We know that uh, you know any accident that takes place in, in a theme park is automatically investigated by OSHA. So,
4: well, they used to do things like Orange County police were not allowed on Disney property. Yeah, the the the, the story was no one ever died at Disney. Because they would move if there was an accident, they would move the body off property. They'd be property. pronounced dead at the hospital, right?
0: Not on, yeah. So, but they can't say that anymore because now people well, are pronounced dead. Yeah.
4: And now they have. I mean, Orange County's at the you know on property a lot, and yeah. they've even set up speed traps in Disney
0: property. Oh, I know. Yeah, I haven't been caught in one, but I've seen them. <laughs> well, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't speed. I'm gonna get a perfect driving record. I don't either. When Julie's in the car, I have a perfect driving record. So. All right, our next news story, uh, despite opening just last year, SeaWorld's Aquatica theme park, water park in Orlando, is planning to add four new water slides in 2010. These water slides will be the first of their kind. Two of them will be inner tube rides with a magnetic launch to push the riders uphill. A six-person raft is pushed up a vertical wall with the help of the magnet. How do people not fall out after being pushed up a vertical wall? Um, in a
2: raft. In a raft. <laughs> um, it's one strong magnet. I hope the raft <laughs> is magnetic. Yeah, really. Is acme on the side of that magnet here, so you have to wear your
4: steel life preserver?
0: A 40-foot-tall, topsy-turvy ride combines traditional looping water slides with several funnel sections for the riders to spin around through before completing the ride. There will be a 280-foot-long slide, ...with two funnels and a longer 460-foot slide with four funnels. Um, the
2: funnels are like toilet bowls.
3: Is that what they're talking about? Yeah. I was wondering.
2: Yeah. I gave this to Kevin. He didn't have a rapid fire and he was going to do this story. So, But I printed out the picture with it. You got to look at the picture. It really looks like a Simpsons cartoon. It does. <laughs> it's very tidy bowl. I'm
0: impressed that, you know, for a water park
1: that's so new...
2: They're putting in four new rides already. That's awesome. Well, I think it's, that's
0: great. It is great. Um... But you know, as I was as I was you know reading the story uh, earlier, I was kind of struck by you know Aquatic has been open you know almost two years now. It'll be two years in March, and really you don't hear a lot about it. It doesn't come up on the radar a lot. So I wonder how well it's doing.
3: That's what I was thinking. Are they putting these slides in because they're not doing well and they're trying to attract more people?
1: That would be my assumption. I mean, well, when do you hear about Typhoon Lagoon? When there was a pedophile.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think, Drew, I'm not saying we went by there a lot, but when we did go by there during the summer, it always seemed very busy. They they had such uh, large crowds of people in the parking areas that they would have people outside directing them. To park in other locations. In other locations. So maybe they are doing so well that they're off the, the radar. You only hear bad things when
3: we did have a good out. time. It was just it's a lot of cement. It's not as lush as. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, you can typhoon see all the, the staircases. They're,
3: they're
1: really obvious. They're not hidden like in a mountain, like right. in a typhoon or blizzard.
0: Yeah, it's more industrial looking. Mm-hmm. In that regard. But they have plenty of room to expand on yeah. both sides. Yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting.
2: Well, good for them for keeping it fresh when they might not have to. Well,
0: especially given what's going on right now. I mean, that just got sold, didn't it? Right? Didn't the uh, the enter- they 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 sold they sold off the entertainment division to a European company, didn't
2: they? The theme park division,
0: the entertainment division, Bush push right. Bush, Bush Bush Entertainment, oh, um, was sold.
5: Blackstone, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah Blackstone, Blackstone. That's right.
0: Yeah, the universe. That's right. We talked about this. Yes. Yeah. Same company that owns a fifty-one percent stake, I think, in Universal. Right. And the big question is, is there going to be now any any synergy between those two things? But then Universal's up for sale. It looks like Comcast is going to buy uh, NBC. And uh, so, who knows? Everybody's buying it. Somebody buy us. Please, for the love of God. Make me filthy rich. Doesn't somebody want a lovely website like this? It's not going to cost you much. It's 50 or 60 million. Let's do it after January. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah. So, all right, our final news story this week. Toy Story Mania, Disney's California Adventure, has been presented with one of the most prestigious awards in the amusement park industry. The Thea Award for Outstanding Achievement for an Attraction is given by the Themed Entertainment Association. According to the Orange County Register, the award recognizes excellence in outstanding visitor experiences, attractions, exhibits, and places attractions are only eligible for the award in their first two years of operation. Toy Story Mania opened in the summer of 2008 at both Disney's California Adventure in Anaheim and the Disney Hollywood Studios in Orlando. Well deserved. Yeah. Absolutely positively well deserved. Um, it is, I think it's the best attraction they have. Since I don't ride roller coasters. When you make an iPhone
1: app after an attraction and people buy it, just to try to experience that attraction at home
0: See, I haven't really played the iPhone app too much. What did you think
1: of
2: it? I haven't played the iPhone app, I played Wii, the Wii version of it. Yeah, what'd you think of that? That gave me a
3: headache. I Get didn't it? care for Corey's iPhone app because you're not really pulling you played the little thing. I don't well seconds. you have to use your finger <laughs> but, and like try but to throw the things. When
2: if you're not capturing somebody who's a true video file, those first two minutes are important. I mean I tried the, the Wii game at home and I hated it. So it's kind of like if you have. I, a think I tried with- to
1: make her play it like while she was watching a soap or something. So, dude, <laughs> John sure was
4: playing with the, the app. Labor. And- <laughs> John was playing with the app in his office chair, and every once in a while, I would spin the office chair to give him the realistic feel to it.
6: <laughs> but isn't the point they already have your money? So even if you don't play it again, mm-hmm. they already have your money. Yeah, Corey, how many times have you played it?
0: Yeah, just closer to your mouth because okay. you're a little well, too far back.
2: Yeah, I haven't played it in a while.
6: <laughs> I played it the first day I downloaded it, and I don't think I've looked at it since. Yeah,
2: this is an example of what Disney does something right. Perfect synergy to their movie. Yep. Uh, excellent gameplay. Something that's cutting edge that no one else is doing. People want to ride it over and over and over again. It doesn't lose its appeal. You know, just because you've ridden it once, I think it's great. It well deserved.
3: Maybe they'll do a Princess Tiana ride where it turns you into a frog. That'd be cool. We were in Target
4: yesterday, and I was surprised at the amount of um, Princess and the Frog merchandise that's out.
0: Yeah, um, this is. I, I, I normally it's not that I don't enjoy Disney films. You know, I'll watch them. I'm not Bing on them. I don't really you follow them, root for them. I'm not a film fan uh, of Disney in particular, but uh, this is one that I'm really, I'm really hoping. Thanks I'm too. really pushing for it. For, on, like I said, on a, on a number of levels, not the least of which is that it's about damn time that there's an African-American princess.
1: What's um, her saying in the park? She'll say, like, she'll, when you're leaving, she'll wave. She'll say, bye you.
0: Get it? Yeah. Bye you.
5: <laughs>
0: that's cute. Okay, well, that'll have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> that'll have to stop. Um,
3: it's actually something I would like to see in the theater.
0: Yeah, that's something to see in the theater, especially it's hand-drawn. It's that It's... it's Disney going back to that hand. Have you animation. seen the coming
2: attractions? Have you seen the And it the looks videos? incredible. It oh looks gorgeous. It, it looks
0: so beautiful. gorgeous. So and there's a lot of there seems to be a lot of real positive buzz about this movie. So I'm really, 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 really hoping.
4: The only problem with it I have so far in seeing the attractions is she's stick thin again. Mm-hmm. She's not even shaped I mean, she's not even shaped like a real human. Yeah. She's kind of got that elongated thing. And, I again, I think there was a great deal of talk about this when Lilo and Stitch first came out, that Lilo looked like a, a little girl, and Nani looked like a real person. They were curvy. And I just think, you know what? It's another one of those things where body image comes into yep. the discussion. She's not live? like
3: that in the park, though. If you've seen any of the Ptianos. Well, no one is. I yeah. mean,
4: who, you know, not humans anyway. <laughs> um, so I think it, it's it's another one of those. It's just another subtle message that you know maybe you can't live up
3: to. It this. is hot in New Orleans. <laughs>
4: so you think she might you all are from away. New Orleans and you aren't seven feet tall and hundred pounds?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so there. No, she's five feet tall and a hundred pounds. So can Wet she's a hundred pounds.
4: But even she has curves. even with I a baby in it, to, she's I'm not sure. a <laughs> <point>. <laughs> Yes, I have a huge curve right in the front. That's a temporary curve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a baby bump. That's that's pretty. This is something else. She's I'm holding my stomach.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
0: my stomach is bigger than Julie's because I'm giving birth to a 14 year old. So, all right, that'll do it for the news. We're going to move on to the weather, which. Uh, I don't know. I think it's been I mean, a little longer, a little warmer than than a little than warm. average. But
3: we're going to have some forty degree nights. There we are actually, like
0: actually coming up uh, Thanksgiving night. We'll drop down to forty nine degrees. It's going to stay that way for uh, about
4: fifteen minutes.
0: Nope through the through the weekend mm-hmm. at least. Through, through the, the weekend, weekend at least, it's going to be. Cool. Gonna be uh, uh, we're going to have uh, Thanksgiving night. We'll drop down into the forties. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend uh, temperatures are not going to get out of the sixties, uh, dropping down into the forties again at night, and then next week. Uh, expect temperatures to be in the mid to upper 70s uh during the day dropping down into the upper 50s to low 60s at night so comfortable evenings comfortable days no humidity as long as there's no humidity I'm all right I can live with 80 with no humidity I can't see see, the humidity stays I can't. below
5: 80 you know in the winter that's kind of nice you know below 80 mm-hmm. instead of Eighty three. Yeah, but it's, not a, but it's not unusual. So it's below eighty in the winter.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's not unusual though for us to get up into the eighties sometimes during right. the winter. But for the most part, you can look at mid seventies during the day and down into the fifties or sixties at night. That's our winter.
4: As long as it's below eighty, I can get out my park. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, looking good. Weather looking good for uh, for Thanksgiving. Is everybody uh, is everybody ready for Thanksgiving? Oh. I'm no. excited. We have some of our no ingredients. Quite. Not all of I'm
6: i just gonna have start to driving to Melbourne.
0: Well, that's one of the reasons we're not doing an email show because I got to get over to the store and I got more stuff I got to oh, buy. Oh my God, goodness. bless
5: you! I about to say, <laughs> I went first thing this morning, like seven thirty. <laughs> it wasn't bad, but I wouldn't go Well,
0: I don't have a lot. To, I, I bought a lot over the weekend, so I don't have a lot to get. But there's just some. Yeah, things like Corey that they, has to
3: get some fresh parsley. He told wanted to buy it on Monday. I'm like, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> It'll yeah. be all wilty in it the all, refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> But uh yeah we got we got about fifteen, sixteen people coming from I think. I'm only the making one right? thing,
3: but it's a very labor intensive, time intensive thing. What are you making? Cornbread dressing. My grandmother's recipe.
5: My mom's coming so she'll be making the dressing. She
0: well, makes a good dressing. Her. Yeah, huh? she makes a great dressing.
5: Mine's good, it's not as good as hers, but
3: mine's as good as my grandma's. <laughs>
5: Are you Miss <laughs> Do you tell Grandma that?
3: Um, she's dead.
0: Oh, well then she already knows. <laughs> she
5: already
0: knows. She'll <laughs> be haunting you too.
3: Uh, no, I think that's why it's so good. She's standing over me.
1: Some people call it stuffing. Is that a northern thing? Yeah. Yeah. Dressing and um, stuffing. Uh, no, we're
0: no we're stuff. Cornbread is. is dressing. Technically, dressing uh, dressing is the a word. Uh, it's a, it's a Victorian. It's a word from Victorian England because they found stuffing to be too. Uh, to gauche, so they refer to it as dressing. But we only the same refer thing. to it as dressing. Yeah, some people think some people think that you know if you don't st- stuff it in the bird, it's a dressing, and if you put it in the bird, it's a stuffing. And I was that's just going to say that it's not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, stuffing and dressing are the same thing. It's uh,
6: and some people make if their you look up the origins of the real, word, it's bread, Victorian of English cornbread. Right? Okay, then I do stuffing because we put it in the and it's made with bread. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, again, they're both. It, it, they're both called the same thing. There's no, it doesn't matter. It's just you, what tastes. It just, it's just what but you call it. Then you don't get the
3: crispy I've never edges. had a
6: stuffing that oh, I yeah, like though. You still have made with a bread. A, of, a pan oh. that doesn't fit we, in the turkey.
0: I like the crispy part. <laughs> I don't know. I always thought mine was very. Good. Just don't I do, do the box.
6: Oh, I've never had yours.
3: Yeah, but I'm saying because oh. he's
0: going. Like, there is
4: nothing wrong with stove top stuffing.
3: Oh my god, it's horrendous. No, it's not.
4: No. There is mm. nothing wrong with stove top stuffing.
3: Corey's making oyster dressing.
1: And a ham. I'm
0: getting hungry. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move on to Rapid Fire. Who would like to go first? I'll go. We
1: we have two new sections of our reviews area that we need help populating, uh, Walt Disney World Shopping and Disneyland Shopping. I know it's probably weird to go and review a shop, pros and cons, but if you have a certain store that you always go to when you're on vacation – Go ahead and write a review of it. We need these um, populated mainly to help out with the iPhone app. So when somebody goes to a shop, it will give a pro and con and a review so it's not empty. So if you have shops that you love that you, you you always need to go to, go ahead and write
0: a review of it.
3: Also shops that you don't love?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yep. Cool. Thank you, Corey. Kevin?
4: I actually am going to read something. Uh, A sea of more than 400 Disney volunteers helped clean up 1,080 pounds of trash from the Brevard County coastline on November 7th as part of the International Coastal Cleanup, the world's largest volunteer effort to improve the health of the ocean and waterways. Disney volunteers worked with Ocean Conservancy, Keeper Vard Beautiful and the U.S. Coast Guard, and the Canaveral Port Authority represented the largest group participating in the community-wide cleanup event. The majority of items picked up were cigarette butts, bottle caps, and fishing line. Small objects such as cigarette butts and fishing line may look insignificant, but they can be life-threatening to marine life. Uh... Up
0: Not trash, if they learn to smoke.
4: <laughs> or fish. Picking up trash on the beach is a simple action that people can take to really make a difference to wildlife and wild places. Coastal cleanup participants are acting locally as part of a global mission to eliminate ocean debris, protecting marine life, and make the beaches more enjoyable for everyone.
2: Cool. So, Disney volunteers does great work. Yep. Disney involvement
4: in the Ocean Conservancy International Coastal Cleanup spans six years since two thousand uh, two. Since 2003, more than 1,700 volunteers have picked up more than 28,000 pounds of garbage at Florida coastal cleanup events.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Kevin. Good for them. Jonathan.
2: I have a story from CF News 13. Um, there are local- oh, my gosh.
3: They're like constant repeats.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's like...
3: It's torture to watch that. Channel. Yeah, yeah. But the best
2: part about that is you can put it on for ten minutes, and that's it for the rest of the yeah. day. Mm-hmm. You get right. the news that's all you can tolerate, and you get the three three news stories they tell. Because it's like
0: it's like you know, it, it, it's populated by anchors that couldn't cut it. <gasps> yes. On and, and 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 to begin with, our network, our local network news here is horrendous. So the guys on thirteen <laughs> are the ones that couldn't make it. As crappy anchors I
6: totally feel that
4: on way West 2 News. <laughs> but you get the weather every 20 seconds. <laughs> and there's our favorite weatherman. Our favorite weatherman is on Channel 13. No, my
0: favorite my favorite is when they start covering local sports, like they're covering the NFL. Right.
2: St. Cloud High
0: School. Yeah, and it's like, okay, really? <laughs> so there there the ones, the weather, I'm embarrassed for you. The weatherman on produce?
4: Channel 13 Danny is Danny Training? Trainer, And he's, he's loopy. He is loopy. It's fun to watch him. He gets doing interpretive dance while he's doing the weather. And- he he had a little battle with
2: alcoholism a few years ago. Does anybody <laughs> remember?
0: Does anybody remember Tex Antoine? Tex Antoine from uh, I forgot what station he was on in New York. Uh, uh, some of our uh, uh, New York, New Jersey listeners who are around our age are going to remember Tex Antoine. But God, what uh, he was the he was the alcoholic weatherman, and now we're talking New York. Now we're talking. I think he was on WABC, major, major, major station. He would do the the, the weather drunk all the time, and then he got fired because he was. Uh, uh, they were doing a story about this little girl who got raped, and then they went to him, and he turned around and goes, "Well, if it's inevitable, lay back and enjoy it."
2: Oh my God!
0: And obviously, that was the last time he was ever on oh, television. Wow. But if anybody remembers Tex Antoine, that's when you're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, loopy alcoholics doing the doing the weather.
2: Danny
0: <laughs>
2: Trainer was, um, <laughs> <laughs> was never that bad. But he would do things like uh, the weather. It's gonna be hot and it's gonna rain, it's Florida. <laughs> what else do you want to know? Prediction. <laughs> like Our maybe. prediction for tonight? Dark. It's gonna be dark. But he's cleaned up his act, and he's a he's a good guy. He's our favorite. In any event, CF News thirteen their website did a a story on Disney Hollywood decorations, Disney's holiday decorations by the numbers. I'm not going to read them all because they're boring. But I thought some of these were interesting. For example, do you know how many decorated trees there's going to be throughout the entire Walt Disney World property this year? This year, seven. (laughs) You're probably right. Seven hundred and thirty-seven. I got one of the three right. You did. You got two digits right. There's 3,000, 300,000, the length in yards of ribbon and bows draped over those 737 Christmas trees. I see you're all very impressed with these numbers. It's, it's riveting, Walter's
4: John. gardening thing
2: was more interesting. Do you know how many pounds of... I wanted of, to read the whole thing. Emily. Do you know how many pounds of honey was used to make the gingerbread house I in the don't, Grand Florian? I really don't. A hundred. One thousand and fifty. I think these are fascinating numbers. You need to get I do too,
0: John. Keep reading. It's sad. It's sad to watch what's happened to you. <laughs> really, you know, over the last 20 years, I've just watched this slow progression down. Um, To what you find amusing.
2: How many total number of lights do you think is strung throughout all of Walt Disney World Resort? Should we take out the lights of winter? Yes, minus the lights of winter. Working (laughs) lights. Because they can't figure out how to make them work.
3: 50 million.
2: Any other guesses?
0: I would say probably in the 20 million range.
2: Any other guesses? 10 million. Do, do, no, do, I'm not going to go do, on do, until do, everyone guesses. 8500000 oh, Corey
3: wins. But I went over. You still win. <laughs> you can't
2: go on. Not view. if it was <laughs> the price is right.
4: You win the showcase showdown.
0: No, because you went over.
3: Oh. <laughs> well, on the Philips file, he would win.
2: I just think it's cool that they they do a lot for Christmas. Whether or not you all appreciate it or not, I don't <laughs> care.
1: Somebody has to count those like <laughs>
2: start over we put (laughs) up 25 (laughs) lights to
4: share
0: how many lights do you think are going to be in my house none (laughs) i've canceled christmas this year
3: we have our very own scrooge
4: that's right
0: i hate people it's from the scrooge the musical with albert finney it's my favorite scrooge People are despicable creatures, loathsome, inexplicable creatures. I hate people. I had that on my uh, my answering machine once for the holidays. <laughs> didn't get a lot of messages, did you? <laughs> no, people learned. You know, even back then, people, people came to expect it from This
4: me. is why the square states vote against us. <laughs> yeah, right.
5: <laughs> okay.
0: Go ahead, Walter.
5: This holiday season... This is the smallest print, and I got my old glasses on, so I can't hardly see anything. Okay, Bob. <laughs> you
4: might be old if you have new <laughs> glasses and old glasses. <laughs> These <laughs> are I'm my backups I keep in the
5: car. <laughs> this <laughs> holiday
4: season.
5: Three,
0: two, one. Oh, you think he <laughs> thinks I'm taking something out here. <laughs> <laughs> so You could three, oh, two, one, see so you blue in the way. face. It's staying in, Grandpa.
5: Anyway. This holiday season, families can celebrate the holidays like never before. At SeaWorld Orlando, beginning November 13th, they can take in top. I'm sorry, i got to do it over here. Three, two, one.
7: Can he go <laughs> last, please?
5: <laughs> I may have to get another one because I really cannot <laughs> read Mine
2: was boring, but at least I read it all the way through. <laughs> at least you uh, could read yours. <laughs> Three, two, one. Three, two, one. They can take an
5: exciting trip to the North Pole above the Polar Express. New shows debut November 27th, including Water Wonderland on Ice, An Amazing Ice Spectacular, Clyde and Seymour's Countdown to Christmas, a holiday themed comedy. Even the little ones get into the spirit of the season with Elmo, Big Bird, and other Sesame Street friends during the all new Sesame Street Christmas.
0: I can't see this. <laughs> this is good. Too bad you can't print in braille.
2: What award are we up for? <laughs> what or
1: what? What award Pete. are we up for?
3: We need the magnifying glass.
1: Back to you, Pete. I can't. <laughs> I'm done. Just turns it over.
2: I like it when they freeze the Shamu tank so you can go ice skating.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's bar. Kind of
2: with the whales. <laughs> Julie?
3: Um, Mine's about Christmas at the Disneyland Park. Just a few things that are going on. Um, Through January 4th, you can see the Believe in Holiday Magic Fireworks Spectacular, the Haunted Mansion Holiday. It's a small world holiday, a Christmas fantasy parade, and Santa's Reindeer Roundup at Big Thunder Ranch in Frontierland. And then they have the Holiday Time at Disneyland Tour, which includes exclusive collectible items, priority boarding on special special holiday-themed attractions, and VIP seating for the a family Christmas parade a Christmas fantasy parade (laughs) I couldn't figure out how to say that because they have A in the title (laughs) so it doesn't sound right and then Disneyland's Christmas Candlelight Procession will take place December 5th and 6th Um, narrator is still to be announced but it takes place on Main Street and features a full orchestra and a Christmas tree chorus they will perform renditions of traditional Christmas songs and there will be a retelling of the Christmas story narrated by said celebrity (laughs) to be announced yes. celebrity DBA <laughs>
2: celebrity in quotes
6: <laughs>
2: cool. Ravens not busy probably
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you Jules <laughs> Kathy
6: Sailor Mickey balloon will make its maiden voyage high above the streets of New York City for the Thanksgiving Day parade um it's the first time Sailor Mickey has made an appearance at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade And since we're talking numbers, it takes 14,000 cubic feet of helium to inflate Sailor Mickey, who is dressed in red shorts and yellow shoes, nautical blazer, and sailor's cap, and rides atop a larger-than-life ship's anchor. When inflated, the balloon stands approximately six stories tall. He's going to be part of the parade until 2011. And Macy's also has a stuffed plush sailor mickey doll that you can get online at www.macy's.com and it's all to celebrate the disney dream that's coming online in 2011
0: okay thank you very much just sitting here looking at cute little ferris you
1: need to see his shirt he has on it's his little podcast
0: shirt check it out
1: headphones
0: no i didn't sing
3: hold them up oh yeah (laughs) you hold up the 22 pounds display the baby See his little headphones. His oh, little and
2: wire. He's, he's wearing Looks his like little he's... thong
5: too.
3: <laughs> oh, it's okay. Oh. They were laughing
5: at you, baby. No, baby, oh, Kevin didn't mean it, it's okay.
4: Oh, he doesn't know what a
3: thong <laughs> is. He has feelings. Yes. It's
4: Because Corey held him up.
0: He, he, that sad face he makes when he cries. Or something so like, comes out. Oh, yeah. it breaks your heart. It absolutely breaks your heart. It's a warning, though. It's good. Yeah, you know it's coming. Yeah. you got a few seconds to try and head it off at the pass.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) lip's (laughs) going.
0: That's all she wrote. (laughs) Aw. All right, that will do it for Rapid Fire. Uh, Before we move on to our segments, we want to talk a little bit with Max, the intern. Last week I told him he needed to go check out the new Uh, An improved Space Mountain, and report back to us on what he thought. So, uh, what did you think of it?
8: I didn't see too much of a difference, really. When we got there, we saw this really big line with like, and it said sixty minute wait, and the line was for the uh, the fast passes. So, just to get the fast pass, just to get fast pass, and we walked halfway through the line, so it was a forty minute wait for a said sixty minute. There was a sixty minute wait for fast passes. No, it was a sixty minute wait, except for the
0: oh, oh, right, But they saw oh. this really, really long line, and they thought it was
8: for. I got
4: it. I'm sorry. I thought I misunderstood. I thought why would? Okay, I got it now. When we walked halfway sad.
8: through the line, so and it said you know the interactive stuff. I don't think it was working when we were there, but it we couldn't really see it. You know how they had those reflective glasses, look like you're looking out into space. Mm-hmm. They replaced some of those with the games, and they have like three little squares you push to shoot stuff. I saw. Oh, okay. So. And you know when you were waiting and you're getting ready to get on, you could look up and see the ride. Yep. They put the reflective glass up there, so it looks like the universe or something. I couldn't. So you really can't tell. see the ride anymore. And they took the reflective tape off, so now. No.
5: no
0: you so you can't see those. the cars going around, uh-uh. and you can't see. Yeah. So I don't
8: understand
5: that. That was. No more of the flying chocolate
0: chip cookies. Mm-mm. <laughs> you never saw the flying chocolate chip
8: cookies. <laughs> I think I've only ridden it once or twice. I know. At what once. point?
2: At what point in the queue are these interactive games?
8: It's all throughout. Every once in a while, you'll see one.
2: Because there's parts of the queue that are straight lines, mm-hmm. and then there's some that are, like, a corral. Just,
8: wherever the reflective, like, the little windows were, they took some of oh, okay. those out, yeah. so they just replaced it Closer to actually
2: getting yeah. into the yeah. right area, those are where those are. I mean, that's going to be, you know, how much time are you going to have to spend... You know playing. that one kid who's
4: going to stand there and want to finish his game and right. hold up the rest of the well, line? Well,
0: given, uh, given as much as that ride used to break down, um, it remains to be seen how much time you'll be able to spend playing those. What about the ride itself?
8: Um, it was darker. And at one point it went down faster. and It was a little bit faster, and that's all I noticed. It's the same car? You, same, you the same? The seats, same. I think, a little bit more cushioned. did so you sit one behind each other. Yeah, it's the same base. You know. like, and I think it was smoother, a little but not by much
2: was there any music in the car they were supposed to put speakers in the car I didn't hear any music I didn't notice anything like that
1: so I was looking forward to that like they do in uh, Disneyland mm-hmm.
8: I, same thing a little bit faster and one, like there was a really big dip I wasn't expecting and that's it the lady sat behind me She we got done she was like there's no difference I was like, it's a little faster?"
0: Well, they weren't. They they had said that they weren't going to make any changes to the ride itself. This was just a, a, a rehab, a cleanup. They were going to add some things like on the queue line, and
1: yeah.
0: you know, they were they were the uh, adding uh, putting new cars in, um, and also now you get doing your photo some track taken. repair. Oh, and you get your photo your photo taken.
5: Oh yeah, and make it darker so you couldn't see what was going to happen.
4: So you can no longer see anything in the ride.
5: Not really I mean, Because I
4: used to be able to see those beams overhead Yeah, that was always scary You can see those and I'm just like See, I'm six foot five Yes So I spend the entire ride with my head as low as I can Trying not to be decapitated
0: (laughs) So, scale of one to ten What would you give it Compared to other roller coasters Mm -hmm. you've ridden here?
8: A seven It's still one of my favorite rides But it's just jerky Mm -hmm. So about seven
0: And you didn't find much different so people shouldn't go in expecting to find an all new ride. No, just a couple of minor imp- improvements. Yeah, how, how how was it in terms of smoothness? Because that was, was the big complaint was that it was so jerky.
8: It's still a little jerky, but it's not like you know uh, what was that? What's the ride at um, Animal Kingdom? The Yeti ride. Oh, it's uh, not, Expedition Everest. Yeah, it's not like that. That was I'll never ride that again. But it's mm-hmm. it's smoother than what it was. Well, you've seen it with the lights on, right? It's yeah. basically the wild mouse. The what? You'd, every
4: boardwalk had one. The wild mouse it was called. It was that little roller coaster that stood by itself. It was oh, all yeah, metal yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. to I mean it's in this. a
2: building. Did you go on a day that was an official opening day or a preview day or did you just happen to stumble on it? He okay. went
5: Sunday and Monday.
8: Yeah,
2: Sunday.
5: Just past Sunday. Sunday was the open, grand opening, right?
2: I think it
8: was. Yeah. So and this th- is it. This is the final product. I I'm guessing. <laughs> There you go. And um, when you get off the ride, you know how they have that little conveyor belt you ride? Mm-hmm. Um, some of the little things they had right there were a little bit different.
0: Those dioramas? Yeah,
8: some of those were a little different, but a lot of it just looked dirty. Like, you know when you had the really? TVs that you could look at? Those are gone. It was just a big, like, thing that said space shuttle or something. And the little side was dirty. Look, like yeah. I didn't touch it. Was the, were the launch lights still the same? I think, yeah.
0: The blue launch lights? Yeah. So so a seven. Yeah. Not overly impressed. Just but still one of your favorites? Yeah. Okay. I think from what I what
1: I've read that uh anybody going in there and riding it for the first time or even the second or third time, they're not gonna notice a big difference. Yeah. It's I think when we go and we look uh we look at the more detailed side of it, it's where you find the difference. But you know, you get your photo taken now.
0: Yeah, you know, another thing they spent money on. Yeah.
2: So they, they added the photo, the thing where you can take your photo, and they cleaned up the hats and sunglasses from the bottom of the ride. <laughs> Big rehab. And
8: I think the game, the interactive stuff, shuts down after a little bit. Like, you can only play it for so long, and then you just got to move on. I think
0: maybe that's what they are doing to make sure that people don't stand in that line and just keep okay. playing the game, yeah. Right. So, all right, cool. Well, thank you very much for that, Max. Go ahead and let uh, Kathy.
4: So you get your photo taken in the dark.
1: I don't know whether. It's right at the um it's towards the beginning. So I, I think I don't think the ride really starts yet, but they take your photo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, okay. it's probably right after that blue tunnel that you go through and then the they take your photo, yeah.
4: Are the guys when you still go up when you walk up the entrance are the guys still up in the upside down in the control
1: booth?
2: Max shaking his head, yes. Okay. I think Max they, is nodding. I think they've
1: been updated though. They got new clothes? They're not from the <laughs> way back when.
4: (laughs) They're not (laughs) lost in space.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for that, Max. We're going to move on to our first segment this week. And Kevin Close has his review of GECO at the Animal Kingdom launch. I know it's one of your favorites, Kevin. Did it, did it hold up to, uh,
4: absolutely your expectations.
0: We haven't been there in a while.
4: Uh, and you always are a little, you know, I know there's been some management change. I know that I think the chef has changed since we've been there. And, You always go in kind of with trepidation. Is this going to be as good as I remember it? We met Nikki Bell. Uh, We had the the great meeting. There was a sonic boom in Orlando. (laughs) And no, she didn't win anything. That's been a point of contention. That's for the people who are in chat. Uh, We met Nikki and her boyfriend, Sean. It's so nice
2: that Kevin does a show just with a subset of our audience. (laughs) Yeah, really. This is for Steve.
5: You know who you
0: are. And look, at that. It's look like I,
2: that I just look. got. <laughs> wow. All right. It's going to be one terrible ride home. It's going to be a
4: quiet ride home. Uh, we, we went in and sat down. We were seated right away. We, uh, Nikki had made a reservation. and we Actually, this was Nikki's idea. She made the reservation and called and invited us to dinner. So it was very nice. Thank you. Uh, we started with appetizers. We had the Taste of Africa which has always been one of our favorites. It's the, little, the 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 selection of dips and breads for you to dip in. We did find that one of the dips was spicier than it's been in the past, and I don't know if that was a change in the recipe or if the person making it that day just mm-hmm. added more hot. So, But, again, still one of our favorites. We also had uh, spring rolls. Uh, I, I don't see them on the menu that I have, but they were quite good. They were um, African spring rolls. I don't remember what they were called. Do you? They were like egg. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. Wow. He he can do it again. He can. That, that was not That was not the, uh, the recording of that. That was, that was, was actually John calling Kathy. <laughs>
4: Uh, The menu that I am looking at right now, I apologize, I didn't bring a menu back with me, has changed a little bit. We had some uh, soup, or some salads, and I ordered a salad thinking it said with um, roasted beef. (laughs) I was quite surprised when I got it. It was a roasted beef. (laughs) It was a little dark in there, and I don't have great eyesight, so it was was still quite good. John had uh, one of the soups that we had, or we've always enjoyed there, was their corn soup, their corn chowder. And this was a little bit different. It was a curried Hang on just a second. What's the soup?
1: This is from four nine.
4: Cauliflower. Curried cauliflower yeah. soup, that's what it was. And it again it was quite good. Nikki and Sean seemed to enjoy their appetizers. They had a we had we shared the taste of Africa. So it was quite nice. Uh I know that John ordered the short ribs, the barbecue roasted short ribs. I had, I, I always talk myself into, I'm going to try something different this time. I'm going to, you know, be wild. I'm going, however, Giko has a dish that I think is just one of the best anywhere. And it is their maize crusted halibut. It's a piece of fish with a corn crust on it. And it's, this is always my favorite description. It's served with vegetables of the moment it's roasted root vegetables and they put the fish on top of it and then they put this butter tomato sauce all around it and i have to tell you i think i could pretty much drink that sauce
6: how's the fish cooked is it just it's um
4: uh, just it's like sauteed baked? Yeah, yeah it's like a sauteed uh fish fillet on top of these wonderful vegetables sounds good they used to do it with monkfish and we were there one day and they explained that monkfish was um they were trying to go with something more sustainable. I, I, they explained that monkfish is a bottom bottom dweller, and for them to catch monkfish, they actually have to scrape the ocean floor. But mm-hmm. what that does is that destroys everything else in its path.
2: I and, prefer if they drain the ocean to get my fish. <laughs> <laughs> completely dry, pick up the fish, and then you can put the water back in. I, you know,
4: they do that some places. Do they? I think the wave does that. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Again, John had the short ribs of beef. Uh, Nikki went with the tried and true beef filet, the um, filet mignon with the macaroni and cheese. That's a true African recipe. (laughs) With the cabernet sauce. And Sean had... Sean went off menu and he had a swordfish special, I believe, which he seemed to like. It was a nice piece of swordfish and he said it was delicious. Uh, Sean is not one of our listeners and I'm told he will listen to this because we're talking about him. So,
0: Is, she, is he just not a Disney fan or he's just not a fan of us?
2: He's a, he's a Disney fan, but he's not an extreme Disney fan. He's more of a Disney fan through his girlfriend. So it's not like he's as nuts as we all are, but um, she seems to have gotten him into the podcast and they talk about um when they they go for long rides to where they have to go he'll she'll put the podcast in and he'll enjoy it one of the things i did notice was that of all the meals his was the smallest he his, did to get the smallest amount of got a tiny little piece of fish so i thought i mean my short ribs was huge and i loved it and your fish was huge mm-hmm. so that was the only thing they thought was a little off in the entire meal
4: and uh, the our waiter, I forget what his name His name was Ron, I believe. He was absolutely excellent. However, I've never heard anybody so quiet in my entire life. I was sitting with my back to his approach. So he would come up behind me, and he would take my Diet Coke and put it over my shoulder and scare the daylights mm. out of me. All of a sudden, in my vision, there would be this Diet Coke. And I'd say to him, I need a bell. You need to put a bell. I need to know <laughs> you're coming. So... He thought that was very funny. So, from that point forward, every time he'd come near the table, he'd say, I'm approaching! <laughs> we, got a, we got a great kick out. It was That's really cute. cute. He was really, very good. A very
0: I, Karen from Will and Grace. Yeah, really. <laughs>
4: I'm approaching. Uh, it, the meal was spectacular. We spent a couple of hours there, and we really enjoyed getting to know Nikki and Sean.
6: And Is she crazy? Believe it or not, she's much quieter. She is. I met her over at Epcot. She's Uh, very nice in person. Not that she's bad on the boards. Wow. She's, you know.
4: You do know I didn't say that, right? That was Roseanne.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Now, you know how you have in your mind what somebody would be like? And I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, never really good at picturing them in person, but I felt like I'd known her all my life when I met her in Epcot. Nikki is very um, involved
4: in the boards. She's quite boisterous on the boards and a great deal of fun. And I was expecting somebody more boisterous in real
1: life,
2: and she wasn't. She was kind of quiet and low-key. And- it's
1: funny how personalities change from yeah. online to in person.
2: We had a nice uh, time with them at dinner there from New Jersey. So there was sort of that common you know, talk about New York, New Jersey stuff. So It, really it was, was very enjoyable.
4: There. So, again, I, I think... In my opinion, this is just one of the great dining experiences at Disney.
2: And the other great thing about Chico, too, is you can sit and have a conversation. It's not this horrible cacophony of noise. It's not someone at your table every minute to do something. It's a, it's a Our beautiful, st- elegant restaurant, but it's relaxed. Right.
4: It's, it's casually elegant, as far as I'm concerned. You wouldn't feel uncomfortable showing up in uh, theme park clothes or if you wanted to dress a little bit for dinner. It's just a casual, elegant atmosphere. And again, the service was stellar. The food was I, – I, I really – I talked myself into this in the car going there. Don't get the same thing every time. Don't get it. Don't get it. Try something different. And then I get there and I think, no, this is really what I want. Get what you want. So I end up ordering the same thing that
2: I like so much. So. There was one really weird thing, though, that but,
0: happened. Uh, I'm sorry. But that you know that's a, such a mark of a good restaurant. When you have a dish that you like and you've been going to that restaurant for years, even though the chef may change or the management may change – when that dish remains the same and it's as good as it was the first time you had it, that's the mark of a really good restaurant. That's consistency. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times where these restaurants fail is not so much in, you know, you may sit down and have a great meal. But if you go back a year later and have the same thing, may not be as good. Um, it's so hard, especially over over years and with management and chef changes and things like that, so hard for a restaurant to maintain that so that's really good to hear. That oh,
2: I can't tell you how many times it's happened to us. We get, oh my okay. God, I'm going to go here for this meal, and you get there and you think, Wow, did I happen- really like
5: this? Right?
4: What, what board, to The it?
2: portion size has changed. We've talked. The, the the
4: it caused a great deal of discussion on the boards. We I used to order the same thing every Christmas Eve at La Cellier, and to find out the last time I went that it just it wasn't the same thing anymore. It wasn't even the it didn't even fit the description of what I had ordered. It was a little disappointing. This is. This is not a cheap restaurant. It's not inexpensive. No, more. Uh, this is this is high. Dinner for the four of us. Oh well, actually, you know what? We did not. We usually when we go out to dinner with uh, people from that we invite out to dinner. Nikki and Sean were on the dining plan, so I didn't. We didn't pay for them. Pay for theirs. Our dinner for two was. 90 think. Yeah, after with the tables in Wonderland again, it was just about a hundred dollars. I think. That's not bad. bad. No, I, really? again, it's not. I, I'm not complaining. We're talking this about
2: is, you know each of us having our own appetizer plus an appetizer that we we shared with the table, right? Plus entrees, entrees, and you had a, so it wasn't.
4: It. I, when I say it's not inexpensive, this is not like going was to Kevin early.
0: doing te- tequila shots again.
2: He was <laughs> off of Nikki Bell. <laughs> there
4: you go. Uh, you know, you think of dining. It's not. It it's not an inexpensive restaurant. I mean, it's fifty bucks a person for dinner. However. I always talk about whether I think I got my value out of it. it the price is less important uh, than did you feel that the, you got your money's worth. I can say 100% that I feel I got my money's worth out of every dime I spent. It was that good. The service was great. The atmosphere was great. The food was great. And the company was great. So it was really it was a, a, an excellent experience all the way around. I highly recommend Gico. Did anyone have dessert? Uh, yes, we did, actually. We I yeah. apologize. We had the, their, their chocolate cake.
2: I think the three of you had the chocolate cake, and I had a cup of coffee,
4: because right. I love their press pot. They have a chocolate cake with a, a
2: lavender-scented
4: ice cream, which tasted like potpourri to me. Ooh, Lavender, I don't like the taste of lavender. No, I like no. the smell the of it. The smell lavender. of it,
0: yeah, but not the taste of it. Hmm.
4: However... It's become a theme in restaurants that you can't just put food on a plate. The plate has to be decorated, and there's this thing where they take the spoon or the knife or the spatula and make that smear across the mm-hmm. plate, and then set the food on top of it. Well, they do that with the chocolate cake, so it looks like a skid mark, <laughs> and then they set the chocolate cake in the middle of
0: it. And I think to myself, "What type of skid mark are we talking about here? <laughs> Road layer underwear? Take
4: your pick. Um, it just it's just unappetizing to have this little smear of chocolate." across your plate and then this cake I always think can I have a nap are
0: you envisioning like the chef like never mind <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't want nobody sitting on my plate um, you ever just... see
0: when a cat does that and they put their two hind legs up in the air and scoot themselves across the floor
2: <laughs> once, once again going for an award <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. they they remember the
0: time hand? Figaro did that we were sitting in the living yeah. rooms
2: well, Our dogs <clears throat> do it all the time and he
0: comes running in and he <laughs> scrapes his butt across the floor and then takes off. So that's what happened on your plane?
2: He, was, he said that you put your hind legs up in the air. You've never said, oh, Figaro does it. Like, like they're sitting legs down, are up.
0: the hind legs are up, oh, the front you, paws are down.
2: Propelling himself with his front paws. paws.
0: to wipe his butt across the floor.
2: I think, <laughs> I think that's one of the things they make the chefs do when they hire them. <laughs> what you saying. The ones with the hind legs. Um,
0: They scrape themselves across the bottom of the plate.
4: The chocolate cake was very nice. I don't like the little chocolate skid mark across my plate. I think it's unnecessary, and I would like them to stop. Fairly
0: unappetizing now.
4: Yeah, I want that to stop. Stop I guarantee
0: anybody listening to this is never going to see that again without thinking of the visual I just put in your head. You're welcome.
4: (laughs) It's a a minor, minor, minor point in a wonderful meal. I just don't think – I think Chico's a night out is an old-fashioned night out, as far as I'm concerned. It's good food, good atmosphere,
0: good service. Put on your cocktail dress.
4: Exactly. Very mad men.
0: (laughs) Cool. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you guys had a nice meal with uh, Nikki and Sean. So thank you for that, Kevin. Uh, We're going to move on to our next segment, and we're going to discuss some of what is going on in and around Orlando uh, for the holidays. This will not be the only discussion we're going to have on this, because there's... A lot to talk about. But in particular, I thought we would focus on uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and uh, the new ICE exhibit, this year's ICE exhibit, over at Gaylord Palms, which some of our folks had a chance to go see. So what do we want to talk about first? Which one? we we'll talk about ICE first, since that's uh, that's very popular. It's very popular with this group, with us. And uh, I see we have a picture <laughs> <from> the- <laughs> Refresh your memories here
6: <laughs> Oh, is that what we look like?
0: So uh, talk to me about ice Because I didn't go and see it yet As always,
1: it's, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a unique event c- for Christmas to do here the, uh, A lot of the things are the same you know, But they, they did change a few things up uh, Particularly one room they do Last year they had a Candyland room A real colorful room They changed that up this year to be a, um, a Christmas carousel a really nice detailed uh, carousel where you can sit on certain things and for photo ops. Um, everything else they had, they have the what, or- no,
0: no big San- no like forty foot Santa. No, no, that, that's Where'd still there. Okay. The,
1: you sit on Santa's knee. You uh, well, actually, you enter you enter through a um, Christmas Wonderland where they have like the the frozen pond with all the the ice animals, and then the next room is the Christmas carnival with the carousel. Then the next room is the uh, the ornaments. Same as last year. Then the next room, you sit on Santa's knee. Another photo opportunity. Um, the room after that is the, the slide, the popular slide. Mm-hmm. Same as last year. And then they have the nativity, which is your final room. So pretty similar to last year.
5: The, um Teresa said half was the same, half is new. From the people she talked to at Gaylord, they they try to do that. hmm Because if you go every year you don't want to see the same thing, but some things are always so good, like the Santa Claus.
0: Well let's let's uh, I think we should back up just a little bit and explain to those who uh, have never experienced dice that don't know what we're talking about. Every year the Gaylord Palms ta- or, uh, takes I don't know how many tens of thousands of square feet of their convention space. It's actually outside.
5: Mm-hmm. It's in a tent. Oh, yeah. is it? It's, oh, it's, it's, it's always a in a
6: tent,
1: yeah. It makes uh, you think you're in the convention yeah, center. Yeah, it felt like you were in the But f- you're really not. You enter through the All convention All right, well, they
0: center. have several, they have tens of thousands of square feet of space um, where, that they plunge into nine degree uh, temperatures, literally. And then they have a collection of ice artists from China, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from China. That come over and spend about a month and a half uh, sculpting coloring building this huge exhibit this huge Christmas exhibit made entirely of ice two million pounds two million pounds of ice is carved colored and assembled into this really awesome uh, experience uh, you you put on parkas they give you parkas because obviously it's nine degrees and you're gonna need to be warm and most people don't come to Florida with parkas so uh, I thought and,
6: that that part was I thought pretty interesting too because they had like people standing there and like looking at it at you and going okay here here and like they pretty much got it right Mm -hmm. for what size jackets to give to everybody and just a side point with the jackets there's no pockets because they found when they first started doing this people left stuff in the pockets so when they redid it they took the pockets out so you couldn't say oh I left my car keys in the jacket pocket
0: and it's uh, it's really something special Uh, this is uh, it's such a great way uh, it, you know, If you want to see something for the holidays, it, it really is amazing what they do with this. I don't know anybody that's gone through it and said, eh, you know, boring. But with the colored
5: ice, it looks like it's plastic. It's not, it doesn't just, look it's real. It's not just all white ice. It's, they've really colored
2: it, and it looks really, really And
0: And I'm not talking about, nice. you know, oh, look, there's a couple of little exhibits here. I'm talking about an entire world mm-hmm. made of ice. Right.
2: What they also do, too, is not only color, but they play with texture. So there's some very, very mm-hmm. smooth, where you look through it, and you think this is glass. Yeah. and other things where they, they give it some texture. Did they also have the lights that were frozen in the ice this year where you walk through that one tunnel? And yeah, they just, did that, that. yeah. I love that. That was it's my nice favorite had part. That. Okay. that was my favorite part.
1: You want to touch the ice, but um, they tell you not to touch it yet. Be, be nice to the ice. But as you walk in, there's a touch wall. Just get all your touching out, the way, out yeah. of your system before you enter.
2: they would be licking. <laughs>
1: Not in our group. Right. <laughs> that we know
2: of. And the cool thing about the...
4: If no puns you, intended.
2: If you go to uh, uh, Gaylord Palms to see ice, the cool thing is that it's not just that. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go there. I'm going to paint a park. I'm going to go see this exhibit, and then I have to leave. They do the whole show in the lobby, which goes off. I don't know what the, the time frame is, but it seems like it's every... They do a great show in the lobby. ...half hour, yeah. 20 minutes of these shows. And,
0: and honestly... If you're going over to Gaylord Palms for this while you're there, do yourself a favor. Have dinner, dinner at Villa De Flora. Uh, it's their buffet restaurant. And when I uh, calling this a buffet restaurant really it does it a disservice because it is so much better. This is the best buffet you'll ever so have. It's like
5: gourmet buffet. This yeah. is
0: total gourmet buffet. The food at Gaylord Palms is amazing. I'm looking at our site. Is this real? Where you're snuggy?
6: Yeah. they had To
0: Gaylord Palms. This past and-
6: weekend, they had a promo that if you wore your Snuggy over, you got 50% off. Are you kidding? But you had to go up, you had to buy your ticket that day, and you had to walk in with your Snuggy on. Mm. You couldn't just say, hey, here it is. You had to be wearing it.
2: What's a Snuggy? You know, the that Snuggie. blanket. The blanket you wear? A slanket. Oh, oh, the slanket. Slanket? Slanket's like the it's Target version. Sl- it's the Target version of the slank-it. Actually, I think it's the 30 <laughs> Rock version. <Well>,
5: the <laughs> <a> Slanket? <laughs> It's a
4: blanket with sleeves. It's a blanket.
0: <laughs> oh my! Well, ticket prices for ice um, go, for adults if you purchase them online, eighteen ninety nine. If you're attending Monday through Thursday, twenty three ninety nine. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday must be purchased online at least twenty four hours in advance. Seniors sixteen ninety nine during the week, twenty one ninety nine on the weekends. Children nine ninety nine during the week and nine ninety nine on the weekends.
6: Um, And be aware there's a parking charge
0: Yes, there is a parking Uh, charge Unless you eat, you can get your parking validated Right, and then you get your parking validated Uh, Prices go up by a dollar if you don't order online um, Or you order within 24 hours So um, and children ages three or younger are free.
2: Just want to talk about Villa de Flora real quick. If you go to Gaylord Palm's website and check out their restaurant, each night has a different theme yes. for the buffet. We found Italian night to be the best. Best, yep. But if you go there, you know, you don't want to be surprised and all of a sudden show up on a night. You may not.
0: But enjoy also, life. Sunday brunch, out of this world. Out of this world, that Sunday brunch much. is just out of this world. That's really okay. and truly.
2: Yeah, really.
1: Um, one thing I, that is new this year, I've. They might have had it last year. I'm not sure. Or I just didn't notice that you can take a, a picture with Santa in the room before you enter ICE. They have an opportunity for... I don't uh, remember that last year. Yeah. I don't remember that either. So that's an addition. Then there's the gift shop. There's a the, gift shop there. There's some uh, cool Florida-themed oh, yeah. Christmas stuff. You know, beach Santas.
0: Yeah, it's... it's. Uh, I'm telling you, it really is a, a terrific... Uh, well worth, well worth a trip over to Gaylord Palms. Really and truly. And uh, you will, you'll love it. Your kids will love it. And you'll remember it, I think, for the rest of your life. Bring
5: gloves, too. It's unique, yeah.
4: Something else to keep in mind is that don't just go for this. Leave yourself some extra time. Gaylord Palms is pretty
5: spectacular.
0: You should really go around itself. Itself. In and of yeah. itself, yes. Oh, one thing I do want to mention to people, um, your cameras. Understand that at 9 degrees, your cameras are going to freeze. When you leave. Um, so, well, even while you're in there. Well, I mean, that's not going to freeze when you leave. It's going to freeze while you're in there. No, when you,
1: you when you, you enter, up. it'll be, it'll get real cold. When when you exit and you hit that heat, your camera's just going to fog up, and that could could mess well, up. Well, no, the I'm talking
0: about uh, even while you're in there. Uh, for a lot of cameras, in that temperature, they will not operate properly.
6: And also so, make sure your battery's charged because <laughs> it takes a lot more. I mean, it drains you, the battery quicker.
0: Just a tip: if your camera is small enough to fit in a pocket, um, I would take one of those uh, you know uh, those uh, instant heat things you can put on your back. Um, Thermacare? Just, yeah, like the Thermacare. Yeah. Stick that in your pocket. Uh, keep your pocket warm. Keep the camera in there and pull it out only to take pictures. This way the temperature of the camera won't get... Uh,
2: Between my Thermacare and my slanket.
0: <laughs> you
2: <laughs> like a Saturday night on the couch. Yeah, really. <laughs>
0: so, all right, well, let's talk a little bit now about uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this year. Uh, who has gone? I did. I went... Until I got rained out So I didn't see
1: anything Corey, you were just bad luck I right? am yeah, I, am. I tell myself every year Not to go on the first day
6: I went the night it got rained out And then I went back that Thursday But I thought I'll give Disney Major, major points For handling the the angry crowd of people When shows were being cancelled And everybody went to City Hall And wanted their money back For rain, because of the rain So they activated something So that then your um, party ticket Became a one day ticket to magic kingdom and you didn't have to stand in line then you could just you know come back their emergency contingency i forget what the fancy term was for it but or you could stand in line and switch it to another day or get your money back so i mean i'll give them points for that and apparently then after i left at eight something then the nine o'clock show happened and the fireworks went off so i thought disney was very accommodating but it was nice going back when it wasn't raining
0: So, well, talk to me about the party itself. I mean, what goes on at the party? How was it this year? How does it compare to previous years? Speak, woman.
6: I think this is one of those places that I I hate to always sound negative, but, I mean, this is another one of those places where you can see where they've cut back again.
0: That's what I was worried about. Just
6: little things. But then they've they've added a few things. Um, The big debate when I stopped for hot chocolate was – Everybody was comparing the hot chocolate. Everybody thought the hot chocolate was better this year, so I'll give them points there. But oh, the um, hot chocolate
0: is, oh, has always been abysmal. Yeah, it's, it's brown water with marshmallows I, in it.
6: I thought it was pretty good this year, but then. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I haven't t- I'm saying just in previous store, years.
0: But, in previous years.
6: And it, it, the first night that that we went, I don't know if you, you stock Cory and partake took of any of the the goodies, but the first night they had all these extra stands set up to to give you the hot chocolate and the cookies. And when we went back that Thursday night, then they only had the one station. So it's like they got stingy from the first night to the second party. And I don't know
2: hmm.
6: what that was, but I was saying to Katie, I says, oh, yeah, they're going to have this whole big area and you can go back. It wasn't like that the second night. What, was,
2: what night of the week was the first and the second night?
6: first one was a Tuesday night, and the second one was a Thursday night. it was that theory. I thought maybe yeah, it was like it was, a Saturday
2: yeah. night versus a Monday night.
6: No.
1: I know one of the locations um, at the entrance to Adventureland, not only did they have hot chocolate and, hot chocolate and the cookies, they had uh, a photo opportunity with Lilo and Stitch inside.
6: Oh, that was nice, because they Which didn't I, do that on the other new. side.
1: And the big thing they got rid of this year is uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas show, because there's no stage over there. Wow.
6: But, and, the, you know, but what a great that,
0: show that was.
6: But the show that they replaced it with, did you see the, no, the it show? No, it was too wet. The Totally Tomorrowland the Christmas show, I thought was pretty good. It wasn't, it's not like inspirational like Christmas, but it was like in keeping with Tomorrowland and Stitch was in it. Um, it was sort of like they took that.
0: Didn't it did, But haven't people been trashing this show up one side and down the other?
6: No, they. I think they were disappointed that it wasn't "Twas the Night Before Christmas," oh, okay. but they sort of took like what they did in the summertime with the stitch show that was only there for a couple weeks, and they improved on it. And they had dancers like when I go to Tomorrowland, I'm not really thinking of seeing like guys in leather outfits with um, bells on their ankles. But that's like they had that kind of dancers, and then they had the ones, you know, the girls with the, the fur around their, you know, head and, you know, they sang Christmas songs, and it was just a different kind of a Christmas show that it, it didn't give you the warm fuzzies, but it was entertaining. And apparently, the first show that they did because they have the different Disney characters. Come out, they
0: should have Adam Lambert come and give a uh, Christmas show.
2: It
6: sounds like you described the Adam Lambert
2: Christmas show. <laughs>
6: Guys in leather pants and bells. It, it was. <laughs>
0: doing unspeakable things on stage.
6: But Mike Wazowski, when he came out for the very first show, um, lost part of his arm, so they canceled the show. So if you want to see that, that's up on YouTube. Is that
0: traumatizing to children? It was a wardrobe
4: malfunction. It was a wardrobe malfunction.
0: Apparently.
6: Yeah, so if you watch the YouTube video, it's about four minutes and 15 seconds into the video. But I also didn't see it snowing a lot. Well, I guess the first day we couldn't because it was raining. But the second day, um, didn't see a lot of snow like on Main Street.
4: It's hard to make soap suds snow in the rain.
6: Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it it was nice, and I'm glad that we went. But if you're taking a whole family, that's an awful lot of money. I mean, the rides were like walk-ons. So that was nice. Did you see the parade? Mm Mm-hmm. They changed the music in the parade this time. Um, I didn't think it was quite as catchy, but I thought it was a good parade. And, And it seemed like... There was a lot of performance like they didn't skimp with the performers. There were a lot of them. So
0: Well, that's going on television. So ultimately. The Christmas parade you're talking about? No, the uh the parade this parade.
6: Yeah
1: that
0: Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party
1: Parade.
6: Yeah.
0: Right. That's the that's the Christmas parade that right, that's the same parade they show Christmas morning, isn't it? No.
6: No. No, because I've got tickets for the parade taping.
1: No, that's a daytime
0: parade. It's a different parade.
6: There are segments of it that are the
4: same.
0: I always thought it was the same parade. The other thing mm-hmm. Just is done at night.
4: They're not they don't even use all of the tape from that day. They go back and use old past years tape, depending on the weather and things. But yeah, there's things added to it and there's marching bands that are right, added right. to it. Oh,
6: that's right, that's true. And then after the last Christmas party, then that parade becomes the afternoon parade. Right. But for the Christmas parade this year. That's what, the first week of December? They're teaching us how to do a dance routine. What? Oh, you're going to do a flash mob? Yeah, we're going to do something. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. If you signed up for the 7 o'clock in the morning ship, they're going to teach you dance moves. So. Oh,
1: my Lord. They well,
6: want you to do a flash mob.
1: Well, guess who showed up at uh, one of the dance parties at uh, Cosmic Rays? Scrooge McDuck. We were talking oh, about oh, it on oh, okay. show. He's at one of the dance parties at Cosmic
2: Rays. Kathy, did they have um, the hot chocolate and the cookies set up in the Golden Horseshoe this year?
6: Yes. They had more stations set up for the drinks than they did last year. I think that it, last year there was four. This year there was six.
1: I only went to the one at um, Adventureland and the one at Golden Horseshoe, where you can take a photo with Woody. And what's the other thing that he's with? The horse. What's the name? Buckeye or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: him. So overall, good, bad.
6: I enjoyed it. I thought it was worth the money. Mm-hmm.
0: How much is a ticket? How much are the tickets?
2: Depending on the night.
0: Oh, come on, somebody didn't know I was going to ask that question. It depends
6: on the night. It yeah. depends if you're an annual pass holder. There's a, a, a discount now for uh, military. Advance
0: purchases: fifty-two for adults, forty-six for children. Well, oh, if you spent fifty dollars for that ticket, would worth it or not?
6: I would say if you're going to spend $50 to go to the ticket, uh, go to the party, to get there, you know how everybody is always concerned about what time you can get in. The party actually starts at 7, but if you got there at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, when they will start to let you in for that, if you went at 4 and got to stay till the end of the party, I think it's well worth it. If you went at 7 and only stayed a couple hours, then no, it's not worth it. Were were any
4: of the food locations open?
6: Cosmic Rays and... There was one other one. Pecos Bells, I think. I have the, the brochure there, but two places were open for food. Was Casey's open? I don't think so. It was just the yep. two places. Yeah, Casey's, was Casey's is open.
3: I just have something to add. Um, I had a friend visiting last week, and she was asking me about different things to do. They haven't been in like six years, and I suggested this party to them, and she wrote to me via Facebook Told me that they had the best time at the party, and that it was worth every penny, just like I said.
1: Okay, oh, I'm looking good. at the map. That's good to hear. There are a lot of places open to eat.
6: I thought there was only two.
1: Casey's, Aloha Isle, Pecos, Westward Ho, Turkey Lake one. Golden Oak Outpost, Mrs. Potts, Friar's Nook, Cosmic Rays, The Lunching Pad. Oh yeah, there's a ton.
4: Good. Cool. I always find – I think the Christmas party is less of a bargain or less of a good deal than the Halloween party. The Halloween party seems to have more pluses in my opinion, but I still enjoy the Halloween well, party. See, I like party. the Christmas
6: party better because to me, the Halloween party, it's more like people are trying to find all the candy locations where the Christmas party, it seemed more to me like an experience. So I guess it depends what you're going for.
0: Yeah. So – all right. Well, that's uh, it's good to hear um, that uh, everybody enjoyed ICE. Everybody enjoyed uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party.
1: We have a map of the
0: party on the website. Yeah, we're going yeah, to have links to everything on the show notes page. Podcast, so plan. Podcast.wdwinfo.com. Podcast. All right, everybody. That'll do it for our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. And we will be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks for listening. And remember... Stay out of the damn lakes. And don't deep fry a frozen turkey. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much. Take a nap.